Do you love women in charge dynamics? Are you ready to take your feminine dominance skills to the next level? To learn to dominate safely, creatively, and most of all, confidently? Looking for information on how to encourage growth, learning, and discipline in your power dynamic? Or maybe you want to learn how to really submit in a woman-led dynamic. Are wondering how to find the right dominant partner for you? And to learn and train to please her the best way possible. You're in luck. FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge is happening online June 10th through 12th and is now open for registration. Get your ticket to get access to the special learning and interactive events leading up to the weekend. Enjoy Femdom-centered content to share and discuss. Plus, get your personal invite to a special Discord server to meet other Women in Charge enthusiasts, to get to know each other, and connect before and after the event. Find out more at womenincharge.info. That's womenincharge.info. Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Every once in a while, someone on FetLife or other social media will love or comment on a really old post. It always makes me wonder how they found it or ran across it. But sometimes, sometimes, it makes me wonder what the fuck I actually said. (laughs) Like today's title, it popped up on my feed and I was like, I wrote that? I had to click to see what it was that I'd written. And when I did, it gobsmacked me. I'd totally forgotten it. I mean, it made sense. Still does. And so me from October 2016 just edumacated me from 2022 with a little tidbit I'd totally forgotten and now need to rework into my conscious worldview. Your ex, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Actually, it's you and them. Inner Mind on FetLife said on one of my writings, it's always fascinating when someone writes about how awesome their lover is when they are together and just trash them once the relationship ends. Were they dating two different people? Which inspired me to write about this. I've thought about this quite a bit, and I'd say there is one primary reason for it. According to Incognito, The Secret Lives of the Brain by David Eagleman, your brain is made up of an entire parliament of pieces and parts and subsystems. Beyond a collection of local expert systems, we are collections of overlapping, ceaselessly reinvented mechanisms, a group of competing factions. The conscious mind fabricates stories to explain the sometimes inexplicable dynamics of the subsystems inside the brain. It can be disquieting to consider the extent to which all of our actions are driven by hardwired systems 
doing what they do best while we overlay stories about our choices. It's why we want to lose weight and get healthy while simultaneously skipping a workout and eating ice cream out of the container. Or why we decide to work harder to get ahead in our careers and find ourselves operating with the same habitual behaviors. So knowing that, it's like a battle in our heads between our two selves, not unlike a political election. Incurable romantic me fights for the relationship and the love and focuses only on what goes right. Skeptical cantankerous me fights to show all the bad things, the things that will lead to ruin, to hurt, and loneliness. And like in politics, we don't just have two parties with their own agendas. Captain Savaho me... Our white knight of social justice sees what skeptical cantankerous me is focusing on and just knows it's because our partner hasn't been loved enough and gets to the task of changing that. (laughs) Blubbering Bonnie me can't help but despair, thinking of how all these types of things have ended in the past. Crazy as fuck me. We'll fly off the handle with rage, with love, with lust, with power. You never really know. But strong emotions fuel this me. And if he breaks free from the straitjacket, well, we've all been there at least once in love. Right? So, like a political campaign, these selves are jockeying for power. And when they are tops in the polls, they act, posting on social media, Never has a daddy been so amazing ever. Heart, 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 I wub you, Snooky Wookums. Signed, Incurable Romantic Me. Right? We all do it a bit here and there. And we realize this is more socially acceptable than what crazy as fuck me from our fight last night might have to say. So these things go on through the relationship. When skeptical cantankerous me makes a really good point or crazy as fuck me gets loose and wreaks havoc, and the opinion polls start to swing their way, incurable romantic me steps up their game with over-the-top political ads telling friends, family, and the world how wonderful things are, and swings things back their way. In some campaigns, the candidates are relatively friendly and civil, working together, sharing notes, and pulling for the good of all. Others, well, just look at 2016. (sighs) The end of a relationship is like an election where skeptical cantankerous me wins. And sometimes it's an upset and one of the independents wins and crazy as fuck me goes completely fucking insane and gets spiteful and generally sends an atom bomb into their lives and other relationships trying to eradicate the debris. And once things have settled a bit, the parties pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and the cycle starts all over again. A battle for power and control. Our brains are complicated, and so are the brains of those we love. We're like two countries trying to ally, 
while our own inner factions and political turmoil are raising a ruckus about what we really want and the directions we're going in. It's confusing as fuck to look at it from the outside, as you said, in our mind. If you really pay attention to what's going on, it's way crazier behind the scenes. And here are some of the responses and conversations from that post. Blue Eyes said, We all have many sides or faces or aspects to ourselves. Some, the real world never sees. Some, our kinky friends never see. Some, only the most intimate of lovers get to or have to see. So much of this makes sense to me. Teddy Bear Spanks cracked. And that is when wise old mommy daddy me looks over their reading glasses and says, there, there, kids, just play nice. Good girl from Georgia offered. Some agonize and obsess on the way they feel they were wronged and use this to justify irresponsible words or actions. This happens in all sorts of relationships. What we can hope for and maybe even model, is a conscious choice to see ourselves. This includes the self-awareness to realize we are all of the faces you mentioned above. To me, that is empowering. Grizzly Adams, 0023, quoted me and replied, Our brains are complicated, and so are the brains of those we love. We're like two countries trying to ally while our own inner factions and political turmoil are raising a ruckus about what we really want and the directions we're going in. I needed to hear this. Veronica Vale makes a good point. Many relationships can end in healthier ways. I have another theory on this issue. Similar to how teenagers start distancing themselves and point out everything their parents do wrong before they leave the nest. I think in relationships sometimes we start looking for every mistake and making assumptions when we feel the relationship is ending and ignore the good. As humans, we're more commonly stuck in all or nothing, dichotomous thinking. Once you make that switch internally about a partner, it's easier to let them go and it's extremely hard to come back from that. I think time usually helps us get back to a healthier view of our exes when we're not still grieving the loss. I don't know, just some thoughts I've had on breakups. What are your thoughts? Do you see your partner through multiple lenses, sometimes even at the same time? And what are the yous that pop up and promote their conflicting views in your relationships? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.